0: Okay. Oh, the winners, the people, the places, and everything that makes country racing great. This is Bush Beat on Radio Tab. everyone, and welcome to Bushbeat for another week on Radio Tab, and in fact, another year of reporting in on all of the news that makes country racing great. Here we are in 2021, ready to put 2020 behind us after a very, very testing year. Rob Luck not with us this week, enjoying a little week off, getting ready, I'm sure, to go and have a look at a few yearlings at the Magic Millions sales next week. And I think he's actually off-roading this morning, which is uh, code for keep it up on all four wheels, Rob. Don't end up with the uh, the car up on its roof or something like that. As we often find this time of year, there's not a lot of racing action on because uh, a lot of clubs and areas do go into recess. But we did have a very, very good meeting at Bell on the weekend. They had their New Year program on Saturday. Brett Moody was there calling all of the action. and has joined us this morning on Bushbeat to report it on that and also have a chat with the special guest this morning who celebrated something of a milestone at Bell. Welcome along, Brett.
1: Yes, uh, good morning, Tony, and happy new year and happy new year to all the Bushbeat audience. Yes, it was a great day at the It's their annual meeting. Of course, they missed last year uh, due to uh, the drought conditions and the track was uh, unraceable. And up until the end of November, it looked like there was going to be a case of deja vu. But fortunately, Mother Nature intervened and uh, she uh, allocated 100 mil uh, to the track in during December. And uh, that was uh, good enough for the uh, track to reignite and uh was uh, certainly green and uh, luscious, although it was still a firm too. So it just shows you, um, you know, how how far behind they were there. Uh, but in the end, we had a great day of racing in a picturesque uh, racetrack at the the, uh, foot of the Bunya Mountains.
0: I was lucky enough to sneak out west to Roma for some time at uh, at Christmas with family and friends and was amazed, by the difference between the trip I made out in uh, November going out for the Roma Cup and even just a couple of weeks later going out for Christmas time. How green the sides of the roads were all along the highway, which, of course, then translates to the paddocks are a little bit greener. It was lovely to see some decent sized crops out in the paddock but it also translates that there are less hoppies out on the road because they're not actually out grazing on the side of the bitumen they're out enjoying some of the forage out in the paddocks as well so there wasn't as much to dodge out in the highway but as you say that little bit of welcome rain through november and into the early part of december certainly turns things around but yeah a firm too still made it a, a good day's racing gary Geerham with a double and our special guest joining us this morning had something of a career milestone as well as we welcome hannah phillips to Bushbeat this morning good morning hannah Hi there. How are you? We're well this morning. Congratulations on your win on the weekend. But uh, Brett, it was something of a milestone that we didn't really know about until after the meeting.
1: Yeah, congratulations, uh, Hannah. Uh, You're one of the few jockeys that uh, keep up to date with your stats. But did the 150 actually uh, sneak up on you?
2: Yeah, it did sneak up a bit. I um, I I sort of I I think I looked about 135 and thought, oh yeah, I've got a few more to go, and then sort of lost track of it over the over the uh, new year and everything, and and um, yeah, didn't realise until I was coming back to scale there, and I heard you say it over the Canway.
1: Um, yeah, it was, uh, congratulations, and um, uh, yeah, you've had had a little bit of a run this uh, this season, but uh, a nice milestone. It's not easy though, not being based in a major centre, but you're you're pretty happy based there with that at Nanango.
2: Yeah, it's um, we've we've got a mile of plough track here that we train our horses on, and then I also ride work at Nanango, Wondai, and Cumbia, depending on who's got what in work. And um, yeah, it's a it's a nice spot to be. Um, but as you say, when when you're not based in a big centre, it can be a little bit harder to to get volume of rides. But certainly, people in this area are very loyal.
1: And uh, how many uh, do you have in work? There with uh, dad
2: uh I've got five at the moment
1: and uh is, is there uh, are the numbers uh, up this year around that uh Benango area
2: uh it's it's been a bit mixed um the when we were in racing zones during COVID, um because we only had Bundaberg and then um in, in, in the trainer's zone, it was a bit different for me being a jockey. I could ride in the two zones, but um, the trainers in this zone only had Bundaberg. So obviously that's a very specialist track. Um, a lot of horses went out um, and they sort of things went a bit quiet just after the, um, the, the zones finished off while people were bringing horses back in. And yeah, I'd say that the numbers are back up to fairly standard numbers now.
1: We're talking with uh, Hannah Phillips here on uh, Bush Wheat. Hannah registering a milestone of 150 winners on Carton Up, who took out the um, cutest maiden plate over the 1,000 metres. There were two divisions, so it was great that Grayson Queensland split the maiden, but not only that, split the cutest uh, bonus as well. And that was a good pickup for for him uh, because he's cutest registered by uh, Wicked Style. Tell us a little bit about Carton Up.
2: Uh, he's a he's a pretty big horse and he he was he was pretty sizeable as even as a yearling. Um, he actually when when we were first breaking him in, he he jumped a seven foot fence um, and didn't didn't even notice it was there. I don't think so. He he's got a bit of size and a fair bit of athleticism, and um, but we've we've had a, a few little hiccups with him here and there. He's good at finding mischief.
1: Yeah, well uh, obviously he might have a career um, after racing, but uh the fact that he's got around that tight track at the Bell, uh he's, you mentioned he's uh, pretty athletic and light on his feet.
2: Yeah, he's, uh, we've uh we've got some cattle here, uh as well, so he's he's had to chase a few cows while he was a young horse when they've escaped the paddock. Um and and he's you know, he's used to the wallabies and the roos and and um all the other things that jump out at us. Um, while well, we're here, but um, yeah, he he just he's taken a little while to, to learn um, what the actual racing caper is because um, he because of all the, the hiccups he's had, he's sort of stop start, stop start, and this time in he's had the two starts in a row and, and it's it's just clicked with him, I think.
0: Hannah, as Brett mentioned, uh, you're one of the uh, the jockeys that does keep uh, tally on, on things along the way. And it's a question we often ask a lot of jockeys when they get to a particular milestone like that. Do you remember your very first winner? Do you remember where and, and the name?
2: Yes. Yep, it was Kilgara um, for Pat Sexton and it was at my home track of Menango. And, um, yeah, he, he, he won by a fair stretch. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I remember that one very clearly. It was the Easter meeting um in 2014 and um i actually went out to uh, tell old we, we have a man called ascot doll and i learned to ride on her while she was still racing and um and then when she was 20 years old i did my track work exam on her <laughs> so I, I went out the paddock the next day to tell her about how i'd won my first race and here <laughs> she was with a foal beside her oh fantastic so, <laughs> So we, we um we didn't actually we'd, we'd had floods the year before, and um one of the colts had end up in the paddock with her and and so she surprised us with, <laughs> with a soul at age twenty
0: <laughs> We've seen a few apprentices come out and and ride winners at their very first meeting and some have even been so fortunate to be able to get that real fairy tale of uh, you know first ride first winner sort of thing. How many rides had you had before you you finally struck success
2: uh I'd had 15 or so I think it was and and it was I had a heap of seconds like I, I ran second twice on my first day and I just kept running second and I was starting to uh to get, get a, bit of, a bit of a complex about it actually and then yeah got got to my home track in front of my home crowd and it it all sort of worked out really well.
1: Well, Hannah, um, what's the uh, next week's uh, diary looking like uh, for you? Because uh, traditionally, uh, January is a quiet month uh, in the, on the country circuit.
2: Yeah, I'm off to Rockhampton tomorrow, um, just just for the one. Um, so it's a bit of a big trip. But, um, and then Friday night, um, I've got a nice little horse for uh, John Hamilton, uh, Oakfield Comanche. He's won two out of four of these starts. Um, so he's going over a 1,000 metres at Caloundra on Friday night, all going well. Um, and then off to Taroom on Saturday.
0: That's the replacement meeting. They got washed out Boxing Day, I think, and uh, great that they've been able to maintain that meeting and get it back into the schedule so soon.
2: Yeah, um, I I like it when Racing Queensland and the clubs work together and try and fit the meetings back in because, as you say, it's a, it's a very quiet month and... Uh, we, we do need the racing opportunities for the horses. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, it's, yeah. We certainly like those, seeing the rain around because we know how dry it can get. But, yeah, it was a shame to lose that one. And the week before, uh, Chinchilla. Uh, was actually Chinchilla Cup Day on Saturday the 19th. I was actually driving through Chinchilla that day and saw the signs up saying, Races are on. I thought, that's right, Chinchilla this weekend. And then I saw about 10 minutes later, there was a, a message came through to say that meeting was called off. So, Unfortunate when it when it does happen and we lose a couple of these meetings. But as you say, Hannah, great when RQ and the clubs can work together and try and get something back into the schedule.
2: Yeah, well, I I know that Mount Mount Perry races. Um, I've I've never seen it so dry out there. Um, it, it was very dry and dusty, and and it's usually such a a pretty track, and it was a bit a bit sad to see it all all sort of dried out, and you know. Uh, so I hope they got some rain and, and I'm sure everyone else is grateful to get it, even if we, we do have to reshuffle the calendar a bit.
0: You were touching before on some of the tracks that you do go and ride track work at, uh, home track there at the Nango, and of course uh, in the south and north Burnett there's only a handful of tracks there and it'd be a fair hike if you were going to go up to Gander and do any work or something like that, but it'd still be a little bit of a hike to be able to slip across to Gumbia or up to uh, Wandai to be able to work a few horses there, but the point I was getting at, uh, those three tracks and then again, Bell it's, uh, itself, uh, where we were on the weekend, they're very, very different tracks, aren't they?
2: Yeah, um, I think um, we should be racing more often at Cumbia. Um, it's a it's a beautiful track, especially at this time of year if they do get a bit of rain, it, it comes up lovely. Um, so they've got that lovely 400 metre straight. Um, and then Nanango is, is um, quite often a hard track, but it's very... Um, very fair and um, usually the, the track itself is quite even. And then we've got uh, Wandai, which is <laughs> it's an experience because you go down that long back straight, um, sweep around the corner, and then it's survival of the fittest up the hill because it's quite a steep hill up through that deep sand. So it's it's usually a, a specialist track. And then Bell, um, that's the best i've ever seen that track uh it was really nice to to see them get their meeting back and 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 have it so green it was lovely
0: moods you've seen plenty of racetracks in your traveling time uh, being out on the road and going off and calling races around the place and yes bell is a gorgeous little track isn't
2: it mm. yeah i've been to over 50 and yeah there's there's certain tracks that that end up being your favorites and and yeah, Bell Bell's usually a bit down on the list because when it gets dry, it gets a bit stony. But um, no, when it when it gets a bit of water on it, it it turns out it's quite a nice track.
0: What's it like to call that, Brett?
2: Yeah, it was um, not a
1: bad. We just uh, had the uh, judges tower uh, redone there, so um, we had a few little hiccups uh, setting up there. But once we got set up, it was um, it was uh, quite good. And uh, of course, it's only thirteen hundred metres around, so get a good view of them apart from uh, losing them here and there with the uh, with the trees, but that certainly adds to the character of the uh, the whole uh, setup. up
0: Hannah, we've dragged you away from working elsewhere this morning, uh, but hopefully you've been able to uh, enjoy a little bit of time away from the excavator. I think you were saying in a message to me, you've got to let me know that I've got to be ready for this because otherwise I'll be out digging things. Uh,
2: yeah, we, we had a tornado here a couple of years ago uh, and, and we're still doing a lot of clean up from that um so yeah we're uh if, if we're not working horses we're usually out putting fences back up and picking up trees it's um, there was a, just an immense amount of timber that ended up on the ground so it's, it, it has taken a few years to to um clean up and and get everything right again
0: it's a very glamorous life this jockey life isn't it just go out there and ride winners on the weekend that's all that uh, all you got to do
2: uh, I, but sometimes I do wish that I was just a, a a normal jockey, just riding work in the mornings and going to the races. Um, but uh, I'm I'm here at home, and that means we've got, you know, the all of the chores and things that come with with having a property. But that does mean that I can I can have horses and and um, yeah, it's. it's it's not. It's not too bad if you if you're fond of hard work.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you look at it and you think, oh, I, I'd give anything to be anywhere else. And then sometimes you look at it and you think, yeah, why would you be anywhere else?
2: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I um. I love it out here. It's it's quiet and peaceful and. And um, except when a tornado comes through, of course.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining us this morning on Bushby. Congratulations on your 150th career winner on the weekend. And hopefully you can make it uh, a few more this week with those uh, meetings as you outlined with Rockhampton, uh, Sunshine Coast and Toowoomba coming up this week.
2: Well, I might have to call back in and say it's 155.
0: That'll be lovely. <laughs> we'll be happy to have a chat when you, hit the, when you hit a few more milestones along the way. Well done. Thank you very
2: All much. All the best, Hannah.
0: Hannah Phillips Thanks. with us on Bushbeat. Brett, uh, Hannah wasn't the only winner, of course, on the six-race program there. And as I mentioned, Gary Geeran, who's another that uh, is one of the the regulars there at Bell and has saddle, will travel, uh, had a double on the, the program, starting off with Fendoff Lindsay Anderson in the first.
1: Yeah, fend-off, um led throughout and uh, Gary Geeran a winning double. And uh, I think it took his tally to six wins from uh, 14 rides at Bell. So the... Uh, knows that little track well, and you've got to be uh, off and gone. And Fendorf, uh running up to that great third at to Dolby um, at the TAB meeting there uh, was just simply too uh, too fast for them. Of course, Gary uh, coming off his uh, win at the, uh, the Christmas Cup uh, at Kilcoy on Thursday on Harada Fire, a long overdue win there. Congratulations to Alyssa Ross and Troy Sweeney just to buy the buy there. But Fendoff won the uh, the distance mode and played over the 1,300. For Lindsay Anderson, as you mentioned, uh, beating home uh, Verve and uh, Winala Lady, Both those horses have been placed three of the last four. It was a class record time of uh, 118 and uh, 24. And uh, Gary actually didn't have uh, much luck on uh, one of the uh, heavily-backed horses, uh, May Villa Ruler, who was in the... uh, in Carton Ups race actually, and uh, wound up in fourth place, but uh, just got checked in that uh, short run of the first turn and uh, was out of play and then circled the field and end up in fourth place. Uh, but he made uh, amends uh, four mark Curry on um, the short price favourite, uh, Shotgun Sunny, who was in the second division of the Cutest Maiden Plate race. Five, um, Shotgun Sunny was uh, two twenty into a dollar seventy. Most of the professionals had labelled him and, and the big uh, betting. Uh, it was, I think there was 11 bookies on track there and most of them uh, didn't miss uh, getting hit with the shotgun. Sonny was actually bred by a friend of mine, Jamie Liston, who raced the mayor River Georgia and uh, shotgun Sunny's by Tycoon Ruler. Uh, I think he might have got the tongue over the bit. He started the 220 favourite at Ipswich. Prior to that, was run up at Toowoomba. So, uh, Bill, just being... Um, only 40 k's out of Dolby is, uh, attracts a lot of provincial horses, so the form out of that meeting will be pretty strong. Shotgun Sunny he won by four and a half lengths, and he ran a nine-tenth faster than the other division of the cutest uh, mode Plate. played there, and he won by four and a half there. From Sir Moore, a bit of a uh, training performance by Ken Jones, hadn't raced for over 12 months. So it was quite a good effort uh, to uh, run second in that race, and Zara Gigi was third. We mentioned about carton up beat home Temmington last to Kevin Kemp as I mentioned, another leading uh, provincial stable and improving for Barry Shepherd, another minor placing into third place and uh, the other winners on the uh, program, we saw a win to uh, Exceptional Bell, she's gone back to back now for Scott Hilton and uh, Scott's um, uh, had a win with her at uh, Roma, she led all the way and she did the same again on Saturday even though stepping up in class, you don't often see them come out of their maidens and go to a class B and as I mentioned there was a, a bit of provincial forming in that race, Maximum Hustle was favourite, was run up at Toowoomba at, his previous, at two starts ago and Beach Club was competitive at Ipswich prior to that second at Toowoomba, they ran second and third in that race but uh, exceptional Belle, she was just gone off for the prize and she ran a class record and won 17.54 and won by uh, nearly two lengths <coughs> Max Gow continued her great form and Shannon Stephan is having a great run. She's got a great affinity for this seven-year-old mare who's in a purple patch of form. She's had three wins at second from a last five um, and that included uh, a win at Dolby and a second at Botess at, at a previous uh, two starts. Uh, surprisingly, though, Zotiki was back to beat her and actually ended up favourite for uh, John Dan at the mare. Stepping up to the 1,200 just was no match for Max Gow. And she actually increased her margin down the home run and got out to three and a half lengths at the finish, beating home Zaitiki and last Armageddon. So uh, congratulations to Ben Park and the continued uh, form of uh, Max Gal. And uh, the uh, final race from the uh, program is, uh, was won by um, uh, prior engagement for John Hearn and Emma Bell. So that was a topical tip. Uh, Emma Bell having a first ride at Bell. Uh, Emma, of course, well-known in the Central West uh, at the Longreach uh, area and a very popular jockey. She just racked up her 100th career winner. She's on a three-month stint at Deegan with uh, Pat Duff, so I'm sure uh, she'll do quite well. She actually got a minor placing on her, on one of on the outsiders in Zara Gigi in the previous race, and then uh, prior engagement was uh, just off the speed, and she handled him very well. He was coming back in distance but proved uh, too strong, so... Good luck to Emma. Um, hopefully uh, she uh, gets a few opportunities while she's uh, in the uh, southeast. And congratulations to John Hearn. Been going to Bell for five years, but four meetings. He's uh, had a winner at every meeting, even though he only has a, um, a small team. And that was only his second run from the spell. But it was uh, nearly two years since his, uh, his last win, so prior engagement was certainly overdue. Uh, beat home, Kentford, for Lindsay Anderson and Paul Hamlin just... Uh, missing out on um, uh, bookending the program, the Anderson Stable, and Miss Charlie Lynn was favoured for Mark Carr and Angela Jones. Uh, she didn't have much luck either. She was back and wide and could pay to follow. So, uh, yeah, it was a great meeting, a big crowd there. Of course, they because of the COVID restrictions, they had to uh, cap the numbers. The tickets sold out very quickly, so they probably could have even doubled that crowd. But it's a picturesque thing, and normally they uh, have... Uh, the camping facilities and everyone goes out and camps and makes a weekend of it. But um, a little bit restricted this year, but it was a, a great crowd. Then a shower of rain to cool things off um, just as the last race was being run. So it was a, a perfect day all round.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it was a, a fabulous uh, New Year's weekend meeting there at Berlin. And one of those tracks, uh, as we were saying there with Hannah Phillips, uh, Brett, that uh, probably could uh, handle a few more meetings when there is some rain around, as we say uh, does need a little bit there but uh, like Hannah said uh, tracks like Cumbia are uh, certainly you know nice courses to be out from a patron's point of view I have to say and uh, by the sound of it from a uh, a rider and a horse's point of view as well so it'd be it'll be interesting to see if uh, some of these courses could be included a little more. As you say Bell's only just up the Bunya Highway there from Dolby so while it might be a little bit tricky to get across from Toowoomba certainly a lot of the provincial runners would be able to get to Bell fairly easily. Yeah but I think um, the
1: issue with those is, of course is there's. The volunteer clubs and uh, yeah, once a meeting, year meeting uh, really takes a lot of effort um, to do that so I'm not sure that they'd be in a position to uh, to handle anymore but you yeah, know a club like Chinchilla that's a bu- uh, beautiful track yeah. and it has a lot of form uh, out of those Chinchilla non-tab meetings is, is really to be respected and uh, pays to follow in the provincial for which particularly like the Albion be and even at Ipswich. Uh, so I think that may, that the club would certainly be uh, high on the uh, the list, I would suggest.
0: Yeah, no, you make a good point there. It's easy for me to stand here in the studio and just, uh, you know, dictate and say, you know, oh, why don't you throw more meetings out there? <laughs> it's not as easy, I know, uh, when you highlight it like that, especially with a lot of these clubs where there's so much of a volunteer base and everyone's uh, got their own lives and jobs and things like that. It takes a lot of work just to get a, a meeting up and running, especially when it's only once or twice a year. Uh, but there are a lot of uh, other uh, good courses out there that certainly uh, I think uh, would be worthy of inclusion if they're looking at expanding the racing schedules.
1: Certainly, Tony. And, uh, yeah, I think it's um, it's uh, hopefully something that they've got on the agenda. What's
0: next on your calendar?
1: Uh, we've got the uh, nothing nothing on the country circuit. We've got the uh, Dolby Tab meeting on the uh, Friday, a couple of Fridays time. Uh, but that's the only meeting I've got for January. As we mentioned, it's uh, pre quiet. But uh, all cranks up in February. Dolby have a non-tab meeting to start the month, and then uh, we've got a meeting nearly every Saturday after that.
0: Thank you for joining us this morning on Bushbeat. Uh, great to have you back uh, involved in the show again today, and uh, and joining in with Hannah Phillips to uh, chat about the meeting on Bell on the weekend. And we'll catch up again soon.
1: Yeah, thanks, Tony, and uh, thanks for having us on. Good morning, all.
0: Brett Moody with us this morning there on Bushbeat, looking back at the results from Bell on the weekend. Wasn't the only career milestone that I saw. Uh, Bobbed up on Facebook and social media, Hannah Phillips with her 150th career winner there on the weekend at Bell. Chelsea Jokic also celebrating something of a milestone and posting her 300th career winner, and if you don't mind, her 301st career winner as well. At the TAB program at Townsville on Saturday, Chelsea started off combining with Peter Cullen with lightheadedness, taking out the Happy New Year maiden over a 1,000 metres, beating Miss Fabulicious and Fur Slipped, and then... Chelsea and Peter combined in the uh, benchmark 70 over 1,000 with Kentucky Flyer defeating Galaxy Ghost and Perfect Knowledge a couple of races later. So doubles there for the uh, Chelsea Jockeys peter Cullen combination and Chelsea Jockage uh, bringing up her 300th career winner there at the Townsville Tab Program on the weekend. A couple of other highlights looking back at some of the tab racing over the, uh, the last week or so since we were last with you on Bushbeat. Uh, we touched there with Brett on that Kilcoy meeting. Uh, Gary Gurham with his double of Bell on the weekend. Well, that was off the back of New Year's Eve. Gary was able to win the, the uh, Butler-McDermott Lawyers New Year's Eve Cup at Kilcoy on Haradify for Alyssa and Troy Sweeney, defeating Badge of Gameness and Bond Sea at their excellent program there at the Mooney Valley of the North. That was New Year's Eve at Kilcoy. And looking back to Rockhampton last Tuesday... Nigel Seymour, Ricky Vale and Elise Smith all managing to post doubles at the uh, the Rocky Jockey Club program there. Nigel Seymour started off the, uh, the card with Hidden Joy taking out the cutest two-year-old maiden for Nick Walsh, defeating She Says Thanks and Talia Gold and then came back later taking out Ray Six aboard Ask Nino for Kevin Miller ahead of Ornate and Tokarev. Would have almost been poetic had Ornate been able to win for Ricky Vale because uh, Ornate was written by Ellie Smith and that race was actually the Jockey of the Year, 1920. Ellie Smith Benchmark 58. But no, three-quarters of a length was the margin between Arsenino and Ornate. But uh, Ellie Smith didn't worry too much about it, Uh, had been successful earlier in the card in the Benchmark 72 on the Ricky Vale-trained meatball, beating Electrified and Little Hunter. And then came out one later on uh, Bell Zoo for Alan Jones in the benchmark 70 over the 10.50, de- defeating Arnwood and Mr. Tyndall. Mentioned Ricky Vale with a double. His other winner was written by Ryan Wiggins. Carlin Trent taking out the 1,400-metre maiden ahead of Navarre and Demarro. And as we touched on, there hasn't been a lot of other racing to uh, comment on over the last week or so. Mentioned the Chinchilla Cup program washed out on Saturday the 19th of December and the uh, Dawson Jockey Club meeting at Taroom on Boxing Day called off, well... Tarum have been rescheduled to this coming Saturday, the 9th of January. There's also a meeting on at the uh, Emerald Jockey Club on Saturday. And uh, Cairns Jockey Club have a tab program coming up on Saturday as well. This is all, of course, after we have the uh, Rockhampton tab program tomorrow. Looking into next week, there's a tab car to Gatton for the Lockyer Race Club on Tuesday. But advice coming through this morning from Racing Queensland that the meeting at Mackay next Wednesday, 13th of January, has been cancelled. This is the uh, release that we received a short time ago from RQ. Racing Queensland confirms that the inclement weather endured in the Mackay area over recent days immediately after the track's recent refurbishment has resulted in the racing surface being deemed unsuitable for racing at the club's race meeting for Wednesday, January 13. It is anticipated, however, that with additional recovery period and favourable weather... The club's subsequent race meeting on Wednesday 27th of January will proceed as scheduled. RQ has, as a consequence of the cancellation, given consideration to the uh, potential programming of a replacement meeting. However, the combination of a lack of availability of a suitable venue, coupled with the fact that the existing race programs over the next fortnight will present suitable alternative racing options for the majority, have rendered this option unsuitable. RQ will, however, program an additional race for the Townsville Turf Club race meeting on Friday, January 15. The additional race is a maiden handicap over 1609 metres of $18,500 prize money. The race meeting will now comprise a nine-race program. That's Townsville on Friday, January 15. RQ will also consider the potential division of races in the region within the next fortnight should acceptance numbers deem it appropriate. And there is an amended copy of the Townsville Turf Club race meeting available on the RQ website. So that means following on next week from uh, Gatton on Tuesday, no meeting in Queensland on the Wednesday. Of course, the, these Wednesday programs are coming around because the uh, Metropolitan Midweekers are actually being run as Thursday through the summer. Uh, Brisbane Racing Club either at Durban or at uh, Eagle Farm for the uh, the Thursdays and we're seeing a, a lot more of the likes of the, uh, the Mackay's and Townsville and Rockhampton's racing on the Wednesdays. As mentioned, Townsville Turf Club race on uh, Friday the 15th of January. On Saturday the 16th, Warwick have a tab program, but there's also non-tab racing at atherton and Thangool. And then uh, into the following week, things are still a little quiet as we head towards the end of January. Cairns race on Tuesday 19th of January. The following day, Wednesday the 20th, it's Townsville. Brett mentioned that Dolby program on Friday the 22nd. On Saturday the 23rd, tab program at Rockhampton. Non-tab racing at Home Hill for the Burdekin Race Club. Australia Day it's at Kelcoy on Wednesday the 27th Mackay, Friday the 29th at Brockhampton and Saturday the 30th racing at Cairns and Bundaberg and I think just to round the month out while we're scooting our way through the calendar I did see that there's a meeting at the end of the month, yes Gatton race on Sunday the 31st of January so check out the details there on the RQ website or in the race magazine out each and every month. One last little duty to do before we wrap up things today, and that's remind you about the On The Bit Racing Australia Gala Awards night presented by Racing Queensland. That's coming up at Emerald in just a month. Having a look at the website, the counter is down to 31 days, 12 hours, and so many minutes to uh, the 6th of February 2021 at the Emerald Town Hall. Special guests including Corey Brown, Jim Cassidy, Andy Bickle, and Kimberly Busteed on the Friday. The big golf day at the Emerald Golf Course, nine holes of golf there, followed by the uh, Calcutta and Function at the Mariburn Tavern on the Friday night. And then, of course, races at Pioneer Park on the Saturday and the uh, the big awards night coming up on the Saturday night. Details, of course, through the On The Bit uh, Facebook page or go to the website, onthebitracingaustralia.com.au. Uh, on the right-hand side, you'll be able to uh, click on the OTB Gala Night uh, tab there and be able to find out more information and be able to check out all of the details that you require ready for that big night coming up. We'll be talking more about that in the weeks ahead. That's Bushbeat for another week on Radio Tab. Thanks to our friends at On The Bit Racing Australia. There'll be a link to the podcast of the show available through our Wooshka platform available for you later in the day. And we'll catch you back next week, rounding up all of the news on country racing.